Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. And I'm drinking what I thought was like an easy drink because it says Nova Easy Kombucha. These are like alcoholic kombuchas. But apparently it's 8%. That's what Jesus is. Christ, dude. It's super high. This is my fourth one. That's why I'm fucking getting drunk. 8%. Well, your average beer is what, five or six? Five or six, yeah. Yeah. And th- yeah, this is my yeah. fourth, and I got a fifth one lined up here. Strap in, boys, because racism's <laughs> coming out tonight. Oh, boy. Jesus Christ. On Christmas. <laughs> we are oh, recording man, on Christmas, Christmas, everybody. Yeah, we are recording this on Christmas Day. Bobby. I, Merry, uh, Christmas, I, uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy Merry holidays. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> He's even cynical uh, about fucking the holidays. Fucking like... Bahamba, dude. I don't like Christmas. It's too com- <laughs> I won't go on an anti-Christmas. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, I think it, yeah, right? it is. But there I think you can also it's make meta. it. You, you can make it special too. Like it can mean more than that. Like, yeah. Well, really, what it is is the fucking the kids exploding with energy and gratitude. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's totally different if you have kids. Yeah, it's a whole another thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to. It's actually fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Again, yeah, it's fun again. Uh, Nick, I don't know if. You probably don't remember. I mean, you're one of the younger ones of the middle generation. And yeah, there, yeah, there yeah. was like a few years there where there was no kids and it fucking sucked. It sucked balls. Yeah, yeah no, there balls. was like it's just a bunch but, of adults. You know, fucking, one of our aunts just ranting and raving and just not shutting the fuck up every year and opening gifts early and everyone just being fucking bored. And then congrats, everybody gets a sweater. And then that's it. Everyone, yeah. And, that's and then it. Yeah. fast forward to there's some new kids. Am I super loud? No, you got to turn your mic so it's pointing. You're you're quiet. Yeah, Whoa. twist it a little bit. There you go. Okay. There we go. There we go. There we go. Perfect. Um, and so, yeah, then you introduce a few kids, and uh, they started getting better. And then, like, next year, I want to say, is going to be bonkers, dude, because we have a whole new herd of Mexicans. We had, like, Vivian understood, like, Christmas. Like, she's like, okay, like, I get... I get there's presents and like I get I gotta open them, but obviously she doesn't get everything. But next year is gonna be fucking insane, dude. She's gonna be like two and a half years old. Yeah, well, she's too young. But Emilio, are you yeah. doing the whole Santa thing with all your kids? Interesting, right? So yeah. uh, people ask me because I'm a pretty staunch atheist. I, for a <laughs> while, I was very hard nine, and then now I'm just kind of like to each their own. But. Um, People ask me, then, why do you lie to Mila? And I was like, she was pre-lied to when I showed up. (laughs) She was pre-lied to? Yeah. Uh, The stepkid, whatever whatever baggage they came in with, whatever Mm -hmm. fairy tales of Billinga. You got to continue the storyline? You got to continue. But we told her this year, and it wasn't as disastrous as we thought it was going to be. Okay. Yeah. Oh, really? How'd she take it? I think because so many kids are talking about it right around fourth grade. You know, like, oh, yeah, I can't believe. So the idea of it not being real, the problem with saying Santa isn't real, though, here's a real big problem that you're saying that magic doesn't exist. And that's there's no no magic. Hey, kid, you're nine. There's no magic in the world. Yeah, that's a heavy. It's like the first reality hit for them. You know, like. That's go from Texas. Fuck you. <laughs> no fairies, no unicorns. The best you're gonna get is D and D, and that's it. Yeah. What All right. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, that's a downer. <laughs> There's no magic world in the world, and go. 
Wow. Did you guys get anything cool for Christmas at all? (laughs) I I don't know if you guys still get gifts. Shit. I've got a statement for mine. Yeah. um, You know, we don't have anything in the listener questions about what we got. So, yeah, maybe we could talk about that here. I mean, I didn't really get anything out of the ordinary. Just a lot of gift cards. uh, Some sheet music for, um, like, movies. I thought that was pretty good. I got a lot of, like, movie-themed gifts. Like, I can tell, because I don't talk with my family all that much. And Mm -hmm. um, they must ask my parents or, like, talk amongst themselves and try to figure out what I'm into, but I got like some French themed stuff. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, and I got, um, a lot of movie themed stuff. Question for you, Bobby. Mm -hmm. How many of your immediate family know that you have a podcast? Most of them. I think. Yeah. I think they over the years it's leaked out. Yeah. (laughs) Um, does your family know like you're like a hardcore cynic? Um, no, but they probably have their assumptions. What's funny, like we have our Christmas gathering every year. And so my dad this year, he, he is listening to his first podcast now, oh, nice. and it's the office girls. Cause he loved the office. Oh, right, right, yeah. Right. And I mean, so did I. Oh, um, and it's the, it's the actresses. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Angela and Pam from the office yeah. They're I guess they're really good friends, but it's so funny. Cause he's telling me about it. And he's like, yeah, it's about an hour long, but you know, the first hour, it's just a bunch of women just talking, you know, you got to fast forward <laughs> a little bit till you get to the good stuff. Well, when they actually talk about the episode and the oh, behind the scenes stuff, oh, yeah. you gotta okay. get past, past all that women chit chat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, all right, dad, calm down. So, the, here, here's ultimate irony, guys. So, Sam and I were at each other's throats this week because I w- I've been working so much. It's been like fifteen hours, fifteen hours, fifteen hours. Because there's storms, right? And mm-hmm. I, 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 I battle the water with a shield. No, like it's my job to get the water out, but we're getting hit by storms, and it just happens to be Christmas. And I'm like, I got to go to work. I literally show up. I'm so dirty that I leave my clothes in the in the doorway because i can't bring my clothes inside or my boots Mm -hmm. so i take everything off i come inside the house naked i shower i go to sleep i wake up like four or five hours later go back to work and like i'm gone and it's the holidays and she's trying to prepare i get it i'm adding more stress to her but anyway my gifts were things to let me work harder i got a work flashlight and i got work socks it's like (laughs) Uh, I mean, that's like the shit we would get my dad. I'm like, Daddy, here's a new wrench. And he's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> the practical My wrench works fine enough. I try to work more. <laughs> Next, so it was just uh, the three of you guys for for Christmas, huh? As as far as what I got, I, I didn't get anything too, like, uh, crazy. Leslie got me some really sweet-ass models. Um, what's funny is that she bought me... She bought me a model and then she like forgot that she bought me a model and then she bought me some more. <laughs> I was like, right on. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And uh, so yeah, yeah, it was pretty fucking awesome. Did you double up on any of that? Like do you have ones that you already have? Um, so I just needed I needed another what is called a forge fiend. And so yeah, now I have two of those, which is nice. That's good. Mm. Yeah. All right. Very cool. cool. You want to talk about some video games? Let's do it. So a game that we should have talked about last week uh, is Ready or Not. I put it on the show notes this week. want to talk about it. It's a game that just recently came out. And I looked at it earlier and I was like, okay, I get it. It's just another 
um, Rainbow Six Siege, it's another um, Insurgency, Sandstorm, whatever. Not really interested in those games. But then I heard some people talking about it on the Discord. It came up and then just other gamers in general. I noticed I've been playing it on my friends list. I looked at the Steam page, overwhelmingly positive. I thought, oh, there's something there. And then I also looked and noticed, oh, this is a co-op game. Um, it's not PVP. Mm. And that's when I really started to take interest. So this is kind of like the spiritual successor to SWAT 4. Did you did you guys play those old SWAT games back in the day? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I used to get so mad because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So I just thought you just killed everybody. They, they were kind of complicated. Kid. Now, I'm, I never played SWAT 4. Apparently, that was made by Irrational Games, the studio that made uh, the Bioshock games. But I never played the fourth one. But I, I remember playing some of the older ones and uh, enjoying those. But this is very in- intense, very tactical, very difficult um, co-op. Kind of like, uh, did you guys ever play the single-player Rainbow Six, like the early stuff, like Rogue Spear? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the Hacienda level or the one where you had, there was like a, it was like Disneyland. There's like, you were in a pirate-themed uh, amusement park or a ride. And, you know, there were terrorists that had hostages and you had to take them out. But it was all like a single-player, you know, going through the map releasing hostage by hostage that kind of stuff that's, that's how by the way that's how rainbow six the book uh the, that started it all that's how it ends it's at an amusement park terrorist at an amusement park oh yeah i didn't know there was a book oh, i didn't, mean, I didn't oh, know yeah. that either by tom clancy oh yeah that's right tom yeah, yeah. clancy's rainbow six yeah, yeah. okay oh and it and all makes sense, sense. <laughs> and the reason it's called <laughs> rainbow is because it's the best yeah from all the different countries yeah okay. yeah yeah um did i wonder if they actually use the same characters i always remember like my guy was the german dieter weber <laughs> that was the guy i always went probably that's with Jesus the, Christ, with no, the yeah. first rainbow, rainbow six yeah um, but this, this looks a lot like that. Uh, I, I haven't played it yet, so I don't know for sure, but I am keenly interested in it. It is thirty nine ninety nine. It's in early access. Uh, it just released in early access December 17th. It's, it's interesting. You know, there's, there's levels to the overwhelmingly positive game, right? So I think you need a thousand in order to hit overwhelmingly mm-hmm. positive. Yeah. You need a certain volume of reviews. Right. And then you see a game that has a thousand reviews and it's overwhelmingly positive. That's good. Mm-hmm. But if, when, once you get to the 10,000, 20,000, and you're still somehow avoiding the fucking the trolls and everything, and you're still overwhelmingly positive, yeah. that, that's saying a lot. Yeah, and that also means like the game actually works. There's no bugs or, or big glaring technical issues. Um, there's a little controversy with this game. So they split from their publisher or something. And, uh, uh, some people were theorizing it because they had talked about coming out with a school shooting level or a school shooter level where you go into like a high school where there's an active shooter on, on campus. Um, and that's kind of a, I, I can see how that would be controversial, obviously, but I don't know. I could also see how that could be handled right because this game, this is a game that takes itse- itself very seriously. Yeah, It's not like trying to be goofy or funny or or even edgy or anything. And I mean, like it or not, school shootings is a, a reality, especially here in America. So, yeah. I mean, is I don't see why that wouldn't be fair game for a, a video game level. I, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's weird because like, I, I understand where like the flip side are coming from. Like, Oh, you can't make games about like school shootings and shit. It's like, Hey man, if we make games about like the Holocaust and shit, 
mm-hmm. and like World War Two and like Vietnam and Desert Storm and like even that got some flack. People were like, "Hey, man, you can't make games about like Afghanistan and shit." That just happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I, I think if you do it tastefully and you do it right, it can be done. And this is like, like you said, a super serious game. Like it's supposed to be realistic. What's a real ass situation in America? School shootings. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's a minefield that you'd have to tiptoe around, but yeah, it's a little, a little tricky. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm, I may check this one out. The price tag's a little, eh, for me. Um, right now there are, I think I checked earlier today and there's like 16 or 17,000 people currently playing at the moment. Yeah. Right now oh, it's wow, at 15,000. So, I mean, a lot of people are playing this game. I would say this, Bobby, like you tend to be on the more serious side of co-op. Like you want to, you want to play the game that it's the way that's intended to be played. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, everyone in this place and everybody doing their job. And I feel like people that play this game are probably like-minded. Yeah, I mean, this type of game is going to attract those type of players. It's play- It's like playing GTFO. Like, the people who are not taking it seriously are going to get weeded out pretty quickly. Yeah. I feel like, Bobby, you would really like, you would really enjoy Squad for, like, the multiplayer concept. Only because, like, a lot of people take, like, a lot of people take the game really seriously. And they're like, move up, do this, do that. And, I'm, yeah. and I know it's not co-op, but like still. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Serious. But And I know that's like a, a light mill sim. And I, I really don't yeah. do mill sims. But I, I did enjoy Squad. But it's, um, I don't know if I'd enjoy it so, as much as something like this. Yeah. I think you should check it out, Bobby. You know what? I'm going to buy it for you for Christmas. <laughs> but <laughs> then expect, I'll have to. <laughs> but I expect something of equal or less of value for it. <laughs> for my return all right uh nick i bought you something go check your email oh i saw it. thank you very much i was gonna say thank you on air what i get you i forgot what it was half-life alex and uh your message was extremely misspelled i'm <laughs> guessing you were in- inebriated when you typed it oh no no probably I, on I, a phone I, I was i was fucking around <laughs> uh oh, okay you didn't have half-life alex nick well, no i don't have, have half-life alex or vr uh, so this is gonna inspire it. me to buy a vr yeah well i, I want it as leverage for his wife you know be like Media bought me this sixty dollar game. You know, like wow. it's basically useless unless I get some VR in the house. There you go. And, yeah, and she's she's not listening right now because she's watching The Witcher without me. Whoa, but, dude! I don't think yeah. she deserves to have a vote on whether or not you get VR. I know it's it's so sad. It's so sad, dude. I'm gonna have to talk to a lawyer now. It's good, but compared to Arcane, it's nothing. <laughs> we're we're like a we're on chapter two of Arcane where Jinx just grew up. So mm, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. Uh, what's what's on your radar? So I don't have any games, but I do have a couple things. The Panasonic Sound Slayer. Um. Well, Demented Warlock cool. put this up, and I'm I don't understand why you would make it. Uh, okay, so it's a speaker. A uh, horseshoe-shaped speaker that you put around your head. Oh, it's the wrong, wrong link. It's the wrong link. Dude. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Ubisoft is reportedly suffering an exodus. <laughs> well, that's the next one. Over, okay, all right. You want to just do that? Uh, no, no, no. Go for it. I'm, I'm gonna. Oh, okay, it so it's a speaker that goes around your neck, kind of like almost exactly like one of those uh, cushy pillows you put around your neck to sleep on an airplane, and um. No, that's not it. Anyway, so 
I'm like, why? I don't, I don't get it. I guess some people really hate headphones, and then that's why you would put speakers around your neck. I think I've seen that before. Those I've seen, um, I've seen it before too. Yeah, a lot of people do that. They're yeah. like Bluetooth speakers. Yeah, they go around the neck. Oh, like that. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not talking about like listen to your phone speakers. I'm talking about like gaming specifically for Final Fantasy 14. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. See what I'm saying? Like actual like bass booming speakers. Yeah, to like listen a, to everything. Not like headphones or anything. Like a stereo system hanging from oh, your geez. from your C3 and C4 column on your spinal cord. Yeah, no, it doesn't look that heavy. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying. But why? Anybody? <laughs> I have no clue, man. That's... I don't know. Maybe you don't like headphones. Like I didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Maybe you got crazy hair. You don't want to fuck up your hair, or like maybe headphones never really yeah. worked for you. <laughs> now, why does maybe it say developed are... with Final Fantasy? What is that? Sixteen, they got fourteen. A, they have a thing, you know. Okay, you know, they're jacking each other off, but. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so Demented Walker put this up, so I said, did you buy it? I was going to ask him before I shit all over it. You know, I like I just want to know why. I'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world. Well, it's $200, too. I mean, yeah. I don't know what the, the sound quality is like. but Yeah, it's got crazy good reviews, but those... Okay, so I know of two people that review things on Amazon favorably... favorably fav- favorably mm-hmm. um to win prizes and i know that they skew the numbers mm. you know to get free isn't shit. that usually like cheap junk though uh i mean one of the people that i know got a ninja blender out of it that's a mm, that's, that's a, yeah those are expensive good. that's a 400 blender uh they got it not not winning like a raffle but they did enough reviews where they won that it's crazy and then the other person gets like hundred dollar items pretty regularly and i'm, huh. I'm like I, it's so hard to fucking believe amazon reviews these days yeah yeah dude it's there's a there's an extension i really forgot i forgot what it is but oh, fuck i'm gonna look it up and next week i'm gonna bring it in but back in the day it's a it's an extension that like gives reviews um, on stuff from other websites that are not Amazon, as weird as it sounds. And then it also oh. like compares reviews from like Target, Walmart, and all those other places. Yeah. So you're not just getting Amazon reviews. That's good, man. Uh, I would say it's probably the worst thing about Amazon right now is the fake reviews. They should really address I, that. Um, it all started with like the people that did the fucking uh, like those companies where they're like, oh, if you review our product and you give it above four stars, you get twenty five percent off your next purchase, or you get like a ten dollar gift card. Right. And then mm-hmm. that got banned. And then there's like the giveaways where you're like, oh, it's a ninety percent chance of winning this item. So, so this is not wireless. I'm looking at another Sony one. And it's at the same price, about 200 bucks, and it is wireless. It seems, it seems like if you're going to do something like this, it would have to be wireless. Maybe it's awesome, and we just don't get it. Yeah, I mean, if you're like an audiophile and you want really good sound. Yeah, maybe. I, it oh, could be pretty good. <laughs> Can you find the one that I was talking about again, Bobby? Because one of the pictures, okay, go down, uh, the black dude. I found it so funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> it looks like he's coming. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's what people look like. Well, that guy does. <laughs> it's his own face. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. It's a bit much. I think. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking... Okay, they're they're marketing it towards gamers, but what about like a movie going experience? It would kind of be nice because you know you could set up like a big sound system, but that that stuff gets really loud. Ideally, I mean, I think what they're going for is like, yeah, what you're talking about, Bobby. Instead of spending two thousand dollars on a fucking surround sound system, mm-hmm. if you j- if you live alone in a two by two foot apartment like you do. Like, this is kind of the move, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, when I watch movies, I use headphones, but it's not... <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it's not ideal. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, I guess it really comes down to the audio quality of this, but I, I feel like I would have to go wireless. Yeah. It's a weird, right. weird neck pillow. It's a weird neck pillow. Okay. If you're listening to us, whoever the fuck makes this, please send us one and we'll review it. <laughs> next, right. next week, it's the greatest speaker ever. <laughs> <laughs> My wife hates it, but I love it. Uh, so I, I know this isn't a PC game yet. Um, it's Horizon 2 uh, Forbidden West, but this trailer came out this week and it's absolutely fucking beautiful. Uh, for those who don't know, Horizon Zero Dawn was the first game. Horizon um, Forbidden West is the second game in the series. Ooh. It's about a girl named Aloy or a woman named Aloy uh, that goes to the western part of the uh, of their civilization. I think they're in America um, or in North America. Um, and this game seems a lot more dynamic, a lot more biomes. A lot more new dinosaurs. They're all robots, which is pretty cool. There's a lot of new weapons as well. Um, the game the game trailer just shows a lot of those new features and stuff like that. Um, it's a third-person action game. The, uh, the first game is coming to PC, so that's the reason I brought it up, is because this game is most likely coming to PC, only because um, that leaked, you know, uh, P- uh, PlayStation is coming out with a Game Pass all that kind of stuff. So I, I believe it to be true in my heart that this game is most likely coming to PC in the next three or four years. So Nick, the, uh, the first one has been out for over a year. I have it. I've played it on my PC yeah. and I didn't, I, stop. I love that game. I play, I, I didn't stop playing it because um, it was bad or anything. It's just one of those things where like I had to keep it moving and it didn't grab me a hundred percent, but yeah, yeah, what I played was, you know, quality. Did you, uh, did you, did you, so one complaint that some of my friends have, cause a couple of them have played it is that they found the human parts boring, but they found the dinosaur parts the most fun or like some of the, uh, other machine parts more fun. What did you think? Uh, no, I think it was a good game and I just didn't go back to it. That's all it was. Like it just wasn't, you know, um, halo infinite where I just kept playing and I could not stop more on that later. <laughs> that's called foreshadowing nick nice yeah um no this looks okay. good uh nick a question do you know if this is developed exclusively for the ps5 or are they still like dual developing I, I do not know but i highly doubt it's coming out for the ps4 because they're like touting all these like graphic updates and stuff like that i highly doubt it's coming out for the ps4 if it is it's going to be like looking like fucking peanut butter yeah so 
Cool, man. Uh, yeah, this is one of their like. I mean, people talk about this game like crazy. I think a you, lot of- for those who don't know, the, the guys who made Killzone made this game, and they took a huge risk because they were like, "Oh, Killzone is going to keep running for like you know Halo, where it's going to be running forever, essentially." Blah blah blah. And then they so were like, "Nah, we're just going to start a new IP. Fuck it." And then they were like, "Boom, robot dinosaurs." Well, they made two Kill Zones, didn't they? They made four, and oh, then four. a PSP one. Okay. Um, I always tell a story when this comes up. Chad is inundated with video games. He's in the industry. At the time, he worked for Sony, so he gets every Sony game for free. So he tried them all, and he it was just on his account. He would just get them. And then, you know, it was very rare that he would leave the PC to play a, a console game. And it was mm. it's so ironic because like imagine having every single PlayStation game and just like ignoring it. Nah. Yeah, like nah. And this one he stayed on the couch. We call I called it his sweat spot because he would just lay there and sweat and play. Gross. Anyway, uh he uh laid there for almost four days and fucking beat the game. Like right after work, take off his clothes, get in a sweat spot, start playing. Four games. This game this game is partially responsible for like why I passed Hebrew class because like one of my teachers was like, "Hey man, I know you fucking hate talking about like politics and your family, so uh, let's talk about something you do like." I just played this game called Horizon, and I know you're playing it, so uh, let's fucking talk about it. That's a good, and so that's really good for somebody to do that. And this is like a complex game; you got to figure out a bunch of words. Yeah, so yeah, it's the, be- the that's the best part of like. Uh, that's the best part of like the, you know, doing the one-on-one lessons is that they would modify things like that. And it was a really cool learning experience. For a you second, would just learn shit. For a second, I was thinking that you were going to say that like uh, you played the game in Hebrew, but it probably isn't in Hebrew. No, there's like no, no there's games. There's no games in Hebrew. Huh? No, dude. You're like learning games for like American Jews learning Hebrew. Can can you say Horizon Zero Dawn in in Hebrew. Uh, I mean, Horizon's easy, but like zero is Ephes. So Horizon's Ophic. I mean, Dawn. I mean, but I mean, so you, you are just translating the words, though. You're translating the meaning right. when you're doing but a translation. Again, yeah. And what does Horizon like, Zero Dawn mean? Yeah, it doesn't mean, mean anything. <laughs> That's what I was saying. So Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn is the name of the program. So which it makes no sense. Yeah, apparently like, the story is pretty good. Mm-hmm. On, on this yeah, it, it it's. Very good. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is the name of the end of the world program. Okay. So, I got to pee again because I can't drink things in cans without peeing. What's BOC, Bobby? I have no idea what BOC stands for. <laughs> it's a mystery. Bobby, Bank of Canada, somebody said, I think. No, they were messing around. <laughs> what's, yeah, what's BOC? Uh, BOC is a 4X game that is going to be coming out, well, at least... Um, Early access is coming out first quarter of 2022. Uh, so it, it looks like your run of the mill 4X game, except they're saying that it's going to be very wide scale, like taking place on actual planets. And there's also going to oh. be climate, uh, uh, climate, climate, climate. Uh, simulations. And also nonlinear progression. So usually in these these games, you you pick a class or you pick a race or a culture or something, and that limits you to what you have available. In this, it's I, I guess they've got some sort of weird type of uh, talent progression where 
you can just go in any direction you want, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the information that they do have, they got a lot of info on the Steam page, but it's a lot of reading. Not too many screenshots or, or videos yet. But from what I was reading, it just sounds like they're really going big on this. Like they're trying to do something very, very large scale that hasn't been done before. So it'll be interesting to see if they pull that off. It seems very ambitious and, you know, and that's great and all if, if you can pull it off. Um, but yeah, I'm really curious what BOC stands for. I couldn't find that anywhere on the, uh, on the Steam page. Hmm. Um, do, you, do you like super big 4X games or do you like the smaller ones, kind of like Age of Empires and stuff like that? Well, what do you consider a big one if Age of Empires isn't? A big one. I mean, age of it. So, like, so there's. I, I guess. Okay, so you have like you have cities, and then you have like planets. states, and then you have nations, and then you have planets, and then you have space. <laughs> so I guess you like small would be like cities and states. Okay, like endless legend would be a pretty big one, right? Because that's about global global conquest. Yes, yeah. I, I would probably consider that, yeah. One of the bigger ones. You know, I'd say I like 4X games, but when it comes down to it, I never play these just because they take so much time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's it's really a lot. And I I, I don't know. I'll, I'll wait to talk further about this when we talk about uh, Bannerlord next week. <laughs> I can't okay. wait to get into it, man. I'm so I'm so itching to fucking talk about it, dude. It's yeah. so good. Like after this, if Leslie falls asleep before like we go to bed or something, I'm gonna play like three hours of yeah, it. I'm gonna play it's tonight. So good. I feel like everybody's gonna go to bed early tonight, and uh, hopefully, I get to play some. Well, did you already install it? Because I think it's a pretty yeah. big install. Okay. It's installed it's like sixty gigs. Yeah. yeah. The problem with it is that I played Halo Infinite for like. Right after the podcast, I was like, oh, tonight I'm going to play. I'm going to finish Life is Strange 2, and I'm going to play Banner. No, I, I loaded up Halo Infinite, got sucked the fuck in, man, to the campaign. Um, How far are you? I mean, not that far. I'm probably done with the first section of the of the Halo. You know that. Oh, so, you're, you're probably, so there's three chat. There's three like main islands. Did you do like destroy the AA batteries on the second island? No. I've, I just stop the mining operation on the first island okay yeah you're close yeah um or or i'm in the middle of of ending it and yeah here's my and and this is coming from a person who's never played a halo game or anything like that i would put this in the dumb fun category um i really don't care about the story uh but the gameplay is so just like it's funny because I, w- I was playing at the beginning. I'm like, these guns don't feel very satisfying. And, oh, this is, I don't like the way the character jumps and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, this is kind of bullshit. And then I just did not stop playing. And I kept playing and playing and playing and playing. And then I'm realizing that there's like, the guns don't end. There's got to be over 20 guns. Probably like 25 guns I was playing with. Um, and there's more. There's there's the variances yeah, of each gun variants. too. So you can go yeah. and like Nick was talking about last week, where you could go and play these node missions, which aren't even missions. You just drive over there, wreck shop, and then you unlock something. It it really only takes about 
if you get it on the first try, what two minutes, Nick, to like take down an encampment? Hmm. Kind of like uh, Far Cry, but like in Far Cry, it's it, Far Cry does not sound tactical, but in this, it seem it makes Far Cry look tactical because you you go and then you mark your targets and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, let me release the bear so I can throw the fire grenade. Over yeah, there. no, this is just like. You roll you you <laughs> you fucking do a wheelie with your machine gun alien motorcycle and while you're in the <laughs> air you're mowing down guys while they're shooting at you and then you release the captive captives, which is a, a, a human marines. Suddenly they all instantly have machine guns as soon as you Yeah, they just start up. picking up shit off the ground yeah, and start, start blowing ta- people away. They start talking shit too. They'll be like they'll be like uh uh, oh, I knew I, I told you I was going to get back at you, motherfucker. I was like, this, the food here sucked. And it's just like stupid mm. one liners. And it's all, it's very like Duke Nukem, you know? Like, what's your favorite, what's your favorite grunt line from like the, the little guys, oh, the ones that weren't around? Yeah. They, they have, I'll tell you my favorite one once you tell me yours. Oh, go ahead. Mine's a, uh, I hope the human afterlife sucks. <laughs> that was my too. Yeah. Every <laughs> once in a while, dude, a little grunt will hit you with a final hit and kill you. And they mock you after they kill you. Yeah. And that's one of their lines. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I hope the human afterlife sucks. Um, yeah. There's some other pretty good ones too. It, I have never realized how like Halo's very aware that it's a video game and it, plays into it and i think it's great i'm having a really good time with it um but i'm not blown away by anything in particularly but it's just fun i'm having a good time Hmm. and so yeah i'm not playing the multiplayer though no all right just single player yeah yeah and you know uh i feel you get the grappling hook and stuff every once in a while you do some badass shit that you're like Oh fuck! I just actually did that in this game. That's insane. Like you know, you launch yourself in one direction, use a grappling hook to pull yourself in another direction, get behind another guy, melee him. You know, it's it's fucking crazy. You can some every once in a while. It's a big sandbox. I want to call it a sandbox, a sandbox playground where physics are loosely embraced, and you have a really good time. Yeah, I have, hmm. I have no complaints about this game. Yeah. So, um, it's free. Thing, no, on Game Pass. Doing yeah. Once you once you get the chance, have you gotten the variant space laser? You can get it on the first the first island. So, like, you no. know how you you know the little um, Oracle laser? Like, it's a little it's a gun that just shoots like a straight beam. Not the pistol, um, right? Not the alien pistol. No, 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 no. no, no. It's just a straight beam no. of death. Mm-mm. So, uh. You, you'll find it eventually. It's one of the bosses. Um, so normally it holds 250 uh, like energy, like milliseconds of energy. Yeah. The variant only holds 80, right? Yeah. And it only takes like 13 milliseconds to like kill anything. <laughs> what the, what the, what the thing to do is, is to get a warthog and fill it up with Marines and give them all that gun and just drive around and just watch them melt everything. <laughs> You're like a portable microwave. 
Exactly. Yeah, because they they don't run out of ammunition, so they just melt literally melt everything. Like they'll blow up enemy vehicles instantaneously. It's oh shit! Do you get to fly planes? I didn't know this. Yeah, you what well, you can get banshees and you can get uh, uh, hornets and stuff. Vehicles do seem overpowered in this game, but anyway, uh, I had yeah. a great time. Free on Game Pass. I mean, if somehow you've been listening to this podcast and you don't have it. It's worth the fifteen dollars just to play this game or any of the other. You know the vehicles seem pretty strong in the multiplayer too, but I'm almost glad that they do because I can't tell you how many multiplayer games that I've played where you're putting yourself at risk if you hop into a turret or if you, yeah. you know, wh- whether it's stationary or on a vehicle. It, it just seems like it's never worth the risk, and a lot of times they just end up getting ignored. Yeah, huh. totally. So, hey, uh, Elio, if. If you uh, if you grapple hook any vehicle, by the way, even the flying ones, yeah, you go you'll into kick, it. Yeah, you'll you'll kick anyone out of it. it so op later on, by the when you way. face the banshees, you can do the same thing. Yeah, it's way op, dude. It's like a Grand Theft Auto heist, dude, but mm-hmm. from like range. So you just grapple hook them, you fly towards them, you kick them in the face, they fly out, you jump in, hit their still alive, you turn it around, and you kill them with it. It's a little op. Wow. Sounds yeah. fun, though. No, it's that's all it is. It's fun. Hmm. Yeah, it's nothing but fun. All right. Well, I played a little more Sea of Thieves this week. Actually, um, there was one nice. day in particular where I just played like hours of it. I just kind of got. Um, I I joined up with some randos, and after a time or two, I, I ran into one guy who just really like showed me the ropes. Uh, but before I did that, I actually jumped into the arena mode, which I didn't know existed. It's just a pure PvP uh, combat mode where you just jump on a ship with a bunch of other random people and you just fight mm. other people. Uh, and I guess you get some sort of points or there's some rewards at the end of it, depending on where you play. So I wasn't paying attention, but it was kind of fun. I mean, if you're looking for something more combat based with that, and it's a good way to practice those too, or, or practice that as well. Uh, Tegloro was talking about on the discord allegiances, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so with, if you and your friends join and are playing on two different ships at the same time, you can fly the same flags and be, Cool. Yeah, so that kind of happened when I was playing with this guy who really knew what he was doing. We had kind of a language barrier. He was from Argentina, but he spoke good enough English that I could understand him and he could understand me. Um, he just couldn't understand me when I talked on voice chat, so I had to do it through text. Mm. But um, How important are these guys, by the way? What do you mean? You know, you, there's like that knowledgeable guy that doesn't mind <laughs> showing yeah. people around. Well, I think there's a lot of people like that in Sea of Thieves. Like, it seems to be a pretty good community, kind of like Deep Rock Galactic. Like, a lot of people there are not going to try to screw you over. I did hop into one game, and my partner uh, wanted to go just, like, try and raid a ship, and we had no chance whatsoever. It was like, you know, they had, like, this really cool-looking sails. Like, you could tell they'd been playing a while. Plus, it's a four-man ship, and we're just, like, two guys on a sloop, like a little two-man ship. There's no way it's happening, and he's, like like initiating combat with them. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Um, But most people that I ran into in that game um, were really friendly. In fact, uh, we were fighting some skeleton ship 
and some other guys, uh, again, like had really fancy sales and a paint job and everything. So very experienced pulled up and were like, Hey, do you need some help? Like, yeah, sure, man. And they like helped us blow, blow us up. And it's like, Hey, let's form an allegiance. I'm like, what's that? Mm. And I guess if you put treasure on their ship and they put treasure on your ship, mm. then it forms like an allegiance. And then you see them on the little mini map too. And then when they go and turn in quests, you get a little cut of that, or you get a oh, little shit. percentage of that. And then when you turn in quests, they get a, a percentage of that too. And so then this, if you get somebody from their ship to vote against somebody on their ship, you can vote them off the island. Well, I don't know. That didn't come no, up. I'm just joking. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Because you can, you can... Survivor joke. Well, you can vote to throw people in the brig on your ships. Oh, really? Yeah. Like if someone's being a jerk. Oh, yeah. If someone's being an asshole, you can vote them to go straight to the brig. Yeah. You put them in jail. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they had no reason to do it other than just to be nice and help us out. So, you know, that was... That was really cool. And then, of course, like the guy that I was playing with for hours, he was just showing me like all sorts of things, like how to do the fishing and, you know. Um, What's the to, point of fishing besides food or none? Uh, well, you get the fish and then you can cook them. Right. And you have to cook them a certain way. If you burn them, then you could light your whole ship on fire and you can also undercook them. So, uh, and the fishing was actually a little trickier than I thought, man. It was, um, it's like playing uh, some black bass on NES, but... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so it was cool, man. I had a, I had a good time. I still really enjoy that game and I'm always down to, to play more of that. If, if people are out there, I'm, I feel like I'm like at a competent point with it too, that, um, I could be useful in like a PVP situation or, uh, more difficult missions. That's, a, that's what I was going to ask you. Are you, um, your competency on C combat and not just that, but like, are you enjoying it more and, because you just got a taste of it last time when we played together. Mm -hmm. But now you've like thoroughly yeah. gone through a lot. I, I feel like I've been through a lot. So one of the things I was trying to do that took me forever was I was working on a tall tale, which is kind of like this expanded mission, I guess. And the missions are really great. I love how there's no handholding in it. Like they give you the actual clues and there's little riddles and you just got to figure them out. Um, even if you Google some of them, like the, the websites will say like, here's some hints, but we're not going to tell you, oh, which I think yeah. is actually really cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. I just, I, I really enjoy that because it, it's, it makes it an actual game. And it's not just like you make doing performative tasks like, okay, go here, talk to this guy, click on that, you know? Um, I feel like you're not a deck swabber anymore. You're like, you're up to like at least powder monkey right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm moving yeah, he's, up. He's doing real work. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, having a good time with Sea of Thieves. Gonna, it, I'll leave it installed, but man, that game takes up so much room. What is it? How many? Yeah, it does. I think it's like 70 gigs. Oof. Yeah. It's a lot. It's on sale right now on Steam 2 for 20 bucks, mm. which is interesting Whoa. because for a while it kept going on sale for twenty three ninety nine. It was always on sale for for 20 bucks yeah. and then they came out with that update and then when it went on sale it was 24 bucks and now it's back down to 20 mm. so huh. they, yeah. they have to compensate for how much they spent on the expansion yeah i mean i can understand and, that yeah once you recoup that then you can yeah plus back. you could always get game pass and it's on there isn't jack sparrow in the game now or some shit like that uh yeah, yeah he is well there's a whole pirates of the caribbean side yeah. quest and the thing about the game is it really feels like you are on uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the Disneyland ride. Like, I feel the same. Like, when I'm sitting in that Disneyland ride yeah. and going on Pirates of the Caribbean, like, 
that's what it feels like playing this game. Like, I feel like I'm playing a pirate in a, like an amusement park. It's, they really nailed it. That's exactly what you want. Yeah. They nailed the pirate yeah. game. I don't think I've seen any other game. I mean, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. That game's great and all, but it, it's a little more serious and it doesn't, I, I still don't think they nailed it as good as Sea of Thieves does. Like it, I've never seen a better pirate game. It's all the best pirating parts without the syphilis and the mm -hmm. yeah and dying the, when you're 36 yeah bleeding out because <laughs> your guts are on the deck mm -hmm. dying a fucking rust infection whatever the fuck what's that called tinnitus no <laughs> tinnitus that's no, not tonight tinnitus is when your ears go right what is it called um tetanus tetanus, tetanus. Yeah. i was close yeah, yeah a lot of the same letters <laughs> uh anybody else De right. defeating the beast Next. yes oh so yeah um i've been playing the binding of isaac with leslie and for the past two weeks or three weeks we've been trying to do uh the hardest boss in the game we're not boss it's really just a, the hardest achievement i guess you can say in the game um or playthrough that's what it is playthrough because there's plenty of achievements like don't get hit at all and the hardest path nick Path, yeah. So have you you beaten the beast, right? I have not. No, I stopped playing like two weeks after this came out, and not just not because it's bad. It's just you know didn't go back to it. One of those things. So yeah. So the um, so there's mother, right? Everyone knows who mother is, um, which is one of the, the the new boss. But there's another boss after mother, and it's called the beast. And so what that requires you to do is you, you have to beat the whole game um, by going all the way to mom, defeating mom, leaving mom's room, going back, uh, all the way back, reverse through the game, and then um, defeating this new boss called the Beast, which has a bunch of, you know, sub bosses and mini bosses in front of it. And it's pretty fucking hard. Um, I, we tried a bunch of times to get broken and even some of the times we were broken, it, like we still lost and, and we finally fucking beat it, man. And it was, it was, it, it was such a sigh of relief, especially <laughs> in a like, co-op situation. It's like, guy, you look at each other and you're just like, fuck yeah, we did it. Yeah. It, it was, it was so nice. Can you look him up, Nick, uh, Bobby? I've never seen him before. Brian Isaac the Beast. Let's yeah. see. Yeah. It's it's a it's like a giant. I don't know how to describe it. He's got what like three eyeballs. Oh okay. Oh, hey, dude, this is. I'll tell you how much how little I've played of uh, Repentance. I've never been on the side scrolling game, uh, level. That's the only part. That's the only part in the game that's oh, side scrolling. Oh, gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. Even look like Bonnie of Isaac. It's Flappy Bird plus the Binding of Isaac. <laughs> like it's, cool, it's man. uh it's so, it's so fun. But yeah, like we were trying all different kinds of strategies. Like Leslie was like, "You're gonna pick up every health item, all this stuff." Like we tried filtering up like all these different things, and it just wasn't working. And then when like we just play every night before bed. Like it's just what we do because it helps Leslie go to bed. And like um, we just played and won. We we're like, "Holy shit!" We did I, it. I, think I won Leslie, with one heart left, bro. One heart left. I think Leslie must be better at uh, by advising than Sam because uh, we can 
We've been trying to unlock the twins. They... How do you do that again? Uh, uh, Esau and yeah. what's his name? Yeah. By the way, it's not a two-player character. One person plays both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, we... It's hard as fuck. It's hard as fuck, dude. We we did that for like three, two, three weeks, and we gave up. Uh, we might have done it, and then we stopped playing. Yeah. Kids, man. Kids. All right. <laughs> All Graveyard right. Keeper. Grave, yeah, I finally played Graveyard Keeper. I've been meaning to play this game for a long, long time. Uh, I was kind of surprised by the similarities between this and Stardew Valley. I, I don't know why. I mean, I figure it's it's probably obvious to most people just by looking at it. Um, God, I couldn't get into this game as good as I think it was. I just had a hard time. Maybe it's because I played so much Stardew Valley yeah. recently. I think I was just kind of over it. Um, it's kind of the same thing. So the story is you're, you're some guy who just mysteriously gets transported to another dimension. I guess it's kind of like an, (laughs) like the past, but also like a weird version of the past. You don't know what you're doing there, but all of a sudden you are the graveyard keeper and you're being given all these tasks to do primarily take care of the graveyard. So these bodies get dropped off. You have to bury them and you've got to decorate the funeral, um, or decorate the graveyard, uh, to gross, get, dude. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's kind of twisted. Before you even bury the bodies, you do like an autopsy and you can ex- extract materials that gross. you can use for other things. So no. yeah, it's kind of dark, like a like a little morbid. Um, but then there's also a ton of other things too, like uh, setting up farms and chopping down wood, like all the stuff you're you're kind of used to. Um, God, it's it, it really is, and uh, of course there's combat too as well. You go around and swing a sword. Uh, it is really close to Stardew Valley. So if you enjoyed that game, I imagine you like this one as well. Um, one of the, one of the key differences though is so Stardew Valley, it's got that that time window where you wake up in the morning and you do all your stuff, and then you got to be done uh, by a certain time at night. Otherwise, you lose a bunch of your gear and some of your health. Uh, but this, you can stay up all night. It's really the only thing that forces you to rest is your energy. So if you go out and you use up a bunch of your energy, you could have to go right back to bed really quick and, and, uh, replenish that. You think it's a better system? Uh, I don't know. It's just two ways of doing the same thing, basically. Um, yeah. And then there's a lot of different things going on with characters. Like they, they do kind of like a quest system. Uh, in an interesting way, like they don't pop up as quests. You just go to the character, the NPCs, uh, like a character sheet of all the NPCs. And then you see like what you have to do for each one of them. Oh, that's so much better than walking around the town and collecting them all. Well, no, you still have to do, oh, do that. Never mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I'm going to continue playing it. Honestly, like I, I played a pretty good amount of it and I kind of got far in it and I, I see where it's going and what all you're going to do with this, but it just feels like, ah, it's so much work. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't do the fishing game yet. I thought Stardew Valley did a pretty good job with the little fishing mini game, but it looks like this is a little different. This developer, Lazy Bear Games, I feel like they've done something else. What, what else have they done? Oh, Punch Club. That's oh, right. Punch Club. Which you loved. Yeah. Big fan of Punch Club. Really like that. So that's why when Graveyard Keeper came out a couple years ago, I was like, oh, I got to play that. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I got to say that I like Punch Club a little bit better. Huh. Yeah. You Did you ever play? I know Chi played this for a very little bit, but didn't get too far in it. Nick, have you ever checked out this game or had any curiosity about it? I have 
never seen Punch Club in my life or Graveyard Keeper. Really, Punch Club? Oh, it was a pretty popular game a while back. That's a, a more straight-up sim game, though. Um, huh. That's really, okay. yeah, more like a simulation game. Um, Graveyard Keeper also has a bunch of DLCs, which I don't know what that adds to it. But the game itself is on sale for five bucks right now. That seems like a pretty That's good deal. Bad. Yeah. The DLC, I think, was a little more. Oh, no. It's, well, two fifty, two fifty, buck fifty, buck fifty, And then the new one, I guess, is $10. Yeah. Okay. And they've all That's got these all. really punny titles. Stranger oh, Sins, Game of Crone, Better Save Soul. Yeah. That's kind of how Punch huh. Club was, though. They had so many references. Yeah, I don't know if you, you like uh, those games, those those simulation games, but Punch Club I really enjoyed. What like what do you what's the game about? Punch Club? Yeah. Uh boxing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a boxer and you know you're training for God, it's only two fifty right now. What a deal. You're a boxer and um you can go a couple different routes. You know, there's like a, a love story, uh, uh, storyline that you can explore. There's also, uh, you can become a crime fighter. Um, you can become the boxing champ or you can become like, uh, like a street fighter. Um, but you've got to train like every day. You got like this window of time. You just train every day and you work on like different things, strength, cardio, or agility, you know, different stats. Um, huh. Got a little grindy, but it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I remember playing this game all the way through. I liked it so much. Put a lot of hours into this one. Was it the writing or the simulation that you liked, or the mechanics? Uh, well, no, the mechanics. I mean, this all the references to like the Ninja Turtles and you know Don King and like all that. All the funny references are kind of cool and but they don't hold up a game. In yeah. fact, you can overdo that. I think. Yeah, you can. So the the Knights oh, yeah, of Knights of Pen and Paper. What are those games called? There's two of them. I don't I don't think you guys played them. May not have even heard of them, but I think it was Knights of Pen and Paper plus one. Yeah, Knights of Pen and Paper plus one and then Knights of Pen and Paper two. That's a game that I think went overboard with the references. It was just like, God, every single dialogue. Click on it. It's a very simple RPG game. It's like that kid in class that just only talks in memes. Mm-hmm. You're just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Is there some people's whole personality is movies, memes. movie references. <laughs> yeah. And Bobby's a, like a, a million dollar, uh, a million times over movie buff. Very rarely references movies. No, I mean, I, I used to, I had a friend when I was young where we just, we pretty much communicated in movie quotes, but I don't really do it now because just most people just don't get it. Yeah. You know, they they wouldn't get it. I have a friend who just, but Mm -hmm. he doesn't realize it and he just keeps Every yeah, time. nobody Every knows what part. he's talking Every about. Guy, he's like, yeah. Well, it's it's tough, dude, because like there was a time and a place. I remember when I was I was on a bowling team. This is probably like 15 years ago. I was on a bowling team. You used not, to be on a bowling team for a while, by the way. Pretty good bowler here. Oh. <laughs> Weird brag, oh. but okay. Um, 
but one of the other teams was called Boats and Hose. And it was like, okay, yeah, dude, everyone knows that reference because, you know, back in like 2008, we all watched the same movies. We were all on the same page. Like the next big Will Ferrell comedy was like, like everybody was always referencing it. But nowadays you don't really have that. Like you can't really reference, like there's not... I guess that's been happening slowly over the generations. Yeah. You know, there used to be like three channels on TV. The thing. Yeah. There used to be one late night host. Yeah. It was Johnny Carson. And like yeah. everyone would talk about that. Now everything is just so fractured and, and niche that. Uh, fractured is like a negative con- connotation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fractured sounds bad. I would well, say, I would say like. But niche, but I would diversified or like, yeah, I, I would say there are some negative parts of it, though. There are some negative parts of it, though, like, yeah, the like not being part. on the same page, yeah. And it's, yeah, I would say, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, okay, so I really feel like everybody was watching uh, Loki, and then uh, what was before Loki that was really good on Disney, uh, Nick? This whole thing that they've been doing, oh, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Everybody's watching. Everyone was watching WandaVision, yeah. Yeah. But now we're down to Hawkeye. Not one person <laughs> not one person has talked about Hawkeye. Like I haven't Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like people at my work who are all like every single one of my coworkers are are uh, Marvel fiends. Yeah. Everyone's like, What's Hawkeye? I'm like, <laughs> all right. I'm Scraping like, the bottom I, of the barrel with Hawkeye it. here. <laughs> and they, they pulled out the fucking Wilson Fisk card, which now I'm just like, all right, now I got to watch it. I kind of dig Jenny, uh, Jeremy Renner. I think it's really interesting when, like, guys, guys are also actors, which is usually, like, a, you know, a more of a not a guy's guy thing to do, you know, to be in the arts. Mm-hmm. It would be, like, more of an art, artist, artist-y thing to do. Uh, like, kind of uh, Shia LaBeouf, surprisingly, when I watch him on High, Hot Ones, Kind of just like a dude's dude, you know, like mm. hang out with guys, fucking ride bulls and shit like that. But then again, on the other side, he's got this really flowery, flower, flowery artistry thing that he does. So mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner's on that end where he's like, talks about farting and all that stuff. And then on the other side, and he, he's an artist. Hmm. It's called a drama club, clear. like a drama club jock. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. All right. Uh, Nick, I think you got one more thing you want to bring up here. Uh, Yeah. So this is just really quick. Um, I watched a YouTube video that explained this, and I couldn't agree more. Um, So remember I was telling you guys about Escape from Tarkov just wiped? Mm -hmm. And like uh, everyone just restarted from zero? Yeah. Well, they did something new that nobody realized they did until like a week later. They banned a bunch of stuff of being stu- sold on the flea market, which is where players sell stuff to other players. And it's just nothing but the best stuff that you can buy. And so what this does is it prevents essentially from all the late game stuff from being sold to anybody. And so now everybody's having to play the game like with it. So there's a play style called the rat play style where you play like super slow. You hide in corners and you like, you know, everyone doesn't have like the best armor and they can take like 10 shots in the chest. And uh, it's the best thing in the world because now people like us that don't have that much time to grind money and buy the best shit all the fucking time just get to like play the game and everyone else is on the same fucking level. Hmm. Kind of so. evens the playing field. 
Yeah, it's it's great. Wait. I think I think they might stay with this. So the you lost me, Nick. What is the problem that this is solving? Okay, so before so this is the number one thing that Tarkov had, right? After the first three weeks of every wipe, the player base drops by eighty percent every right. time. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason being is that the people that have lives um, can't catch up to the people that don't have lives because what ends up happening is those people that don't have lives buy the best gear from people that farm uh, that farm NPCs and farm the best gear from the maps, and so they buy like what is called category six level armor. So. Stuff that can take like AK forty seven rounds to the head and it just bounces off, mm-hmm. right? And so, so they're buying this with in game currency. So in order to actually yes. purchase this stuff, what do you have to do? You have to keep playing the game. Okay. And so, but you have to play the game. It's easier to play the game and earn currency and to buy the good gear than it is to play the game and get the good gear yourself. So, so what it is Perfectly is like question. How, how do I? <laughs> How do I explain this? Yeah, this is weird, Nick. I don't get it. You're saying that like people that play the game a lot get enough currency to buy things from people that play the game a lot. So, so this is this is what would happen. There's there's a skill ceiling. It's not a skill ceiling. His own brain is melting. There's a there's a money ceiling that prevents anybody from playing the game after a certain point of time, right? Where my gun essentially is completely useless to the people that have this gear. And the people with this gear should only be playing on like certain maps. And they really should only be playing against other people. I don't feel that way, but a lot of other people feel that way. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I'm pretty good, I think, and I can take on all kinds of shit. But it prevents a lot of people from playing because, like I said, like 80% of the population that play stop playing after three weeks. So what this does is it prevents the best gear that you can buy from being purchased from other players. So the only way you can get it is by actually going into raids, by actually playing the game, killing bosses, and getting the gear yourself. You can no longer buy it by buying you know, mm. money from Chinese uh, okay. money farmers. Okay. So then that makes sense. So you can actually spend real world money and buy in-game currency and then buy the good gear. Yeah. So that's what a lot of people used to do is that they used to. So one of the things that was killing Tarkov, like it was like hemorrhaging players was the Hold real. Nick, let me, let me try to, let me try to summarize this. It sounds like it's the game's trying to reward skill over time played exactly that's exactly what it is yeah and so what was happening i mean so what's happening now is that you're seeing these people that have that are good like that can take on the bosses and that can take on some of the people they get to have their game they get to have their gear they get to have their stuff and they get to play the game and all that stuff but the people that used to pay like you know ten dollars to buy like 10 million rubles or whatever and just buy the best gear and then just do all that stuff. Now that stuff doesn't make any money because you can't sell it anymore. That th- it used to be extremely extremely lucrative to hack into Tarkov, go to a map called Labs, uh, hack through the whole entire map, kill all the NPCs, kill all the players, take all the stuff, sell all the stuff, and then sell the money to people that would buy the money. Well, now because you can't you can't buy the best shit. Yeah. The money's invaluable. It de-incentivizes. Yeah. That. 
And uh, so because of that, they're seeing their player base stay. Not, dude, I got to uh, hats off to this game because what they're doing by doing what you just said is like some people are going to be de-incentivized. They're not going to want to play the game. Now that they can't, I feel like overall the hardcore players are going to love it more. The medium core players are probably going to love it more. But the the like hackers and all these other people aren't going to like it as much. But you're gonna you're gonna dwindle your player base. Overall, so, it's probably worth it. But so but to, it was getting. I, I I respect what they did. It was getting so bad. Okay, the the number one streamer, <laughs> and the number one Tarkov player. Warconia says, "Do you remember when we just played video games for fun?" It's yeah. so complicated now, man. So yeah, right now, so sniper five million rubles is going for twenty dollars. That is actually comparatively that is expensive from what it used to be. And the thing is, that's not that useful anymore. So people aren't buying it nearly as often. Mm, yeah, it's not. You can't buy the best shit anymore. So well, it's could, not what useful. could you used to get for uh, five million rubles? The best shit. Period. Right? Yeah, you used to be able to buy like the best armor, but like for twenty dollars, you used to be able to get like, I don't know, like, f- like ten million, twelve million rubles. Sniper, so, you're sick. Go to bed. Get some soup. Get some Canadian <laughs> soup and go to bed. I don't want you posting anymore. I want you to sleep and healing. I need you here next week. Yeah, we need our we need our clicker. Yeah, yeah sniper says yeah, I can't show up to work, and then he's here at work. <laughs> It's it's almost it's almost like you drove by, you drove by and you like waved at yeah, us while we're working. <laughs> it's bullshit, sniper. Bullshit. Yeah. Well, we will need them next week because that is going to be our game of the year episode. So this is your last chance to <laughs> so to no, get any, in and uh, tell any, us any shout outs or any nominations that you have. Mm-hmm. You can do it in our Discord uh, with the uh, game of the year uh, channel. Yeah. yeah, and they are being taken into consideration. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, our choices are not that strong. Yeah, so. we're all kind of like, yeah. <laughs> we're Float. we're open to ideas. Here. I would say that we're floating ideas out there, kind of like uh, those Thailand candles that you just light and they fly up in the air. We're like, uh, this might be the game of the year. Just kind of let it go. <laughs> yeah, Wherever the wind takes it. Wow. So, um, so it, so before the swipe, right? The the best Tarkov player. Or not Tarkov player. The best Tarkov streamer no, no, no. is not sure. See, we're moving on. Nick. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. No, no, uh, I'm sorry. That was being rude. Go ahead. Um, made a video, right? And he's like, the main problem with Tarkov right now is hacking. And you can't hate the hackers because the hackers are like people from like poor countries that are just trying to hack to make money, to make a fucking living. Or they're like teenagers that are hacking to fucking make whatever fucking money, right? And you can hate those people because they're just pieces of shit. But, like, the people that are, like, in Indonesia hacking, like, because they're trying to just make money to survive. God, you can't dude, really can you imagine that. that? Some dude's, like, hacking Tarkov to feed his family. Jeez. It's a thing. <laughs> like, people hack WoW. Like, like, people put, like, multi-box WoW to, like, in, in, like, third world countries to make fucking money, as bad as that sounds. Um. Anyways, and because of that that... Uh, that video, a lot of people started playing, stopped playing Tarkov 
And because of that, you know, when people stop playing the game and people stop spending money, that means the developers have to change. And they actually fucking yeah. changed. And so moves, their secret man. Well, it's going to be better for the game long term. You know, even if it upsets some people in the moment. Nick, the more you explain this game, the more I like it. Uh, auxiliary. <laughs> You like, like the idea of I it. like the idea. I like their politics. Yeah, you're not gonna play it. No, it's <laughs> you too like hardcore for me. I'm not I'm not that good of a shooter. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it yeah. It was supposed to be a short topic. Like it was supposed to be like thirty seconds, not this long, but yeah. God damn it. Like I really gotta pee again, but then I really want to talk about NFTs, but you guys started off. All right. Um well let's just we'll we'll start with another one. Um, we've got some listener questions here. So let's start with one for me. Zap Cratchit asks, Bobby, do you ever secretly log on to Heroes of the Storm and play a few rounds? Uh, no, I don't actually. The thought crosses my mind from time to time, especially times like this during the holidays when I have a little bit of downtime, at least comparatively to other times. I'm like, yeah, maybe, but I never really even get close to it. Uh, the closest I do come is I will go on Twitch and just maybe watch a stream, like watch a game or two on a on a stream. And what's really funny is the Heroes of the Storm streaming community has not changed very much since I quit playing the game about three years ago. It really hasn't. It's like the same people complaining about the same stuff it's are like doing true. the exact same thing. You know, it's, that's funny. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Do you, uh, I, I have the same thing with league. Like my, I have a friend who like for the past seven years is still playing league and he still messages like, Hey man, you want to, you want to play an ARAM? And I'm like, no man. But yeah. every now and then I like log in and like get the free shit or whatever. And I just see him and he's complaining about the same shit complaining about the same like the same like champs and i'm just like all right xavier we're we're good bye talk to you later <laughs> you can keep playing the yeah. oh mobas all right uh he also asks does anyone care about steam sales anymore mm, really. there were there was a point where <clears throat> like bobby and i we said that, like, we got to a point where, like, every other one doesn't matter because we already own everything. You know, once you get to a certain age, it's like, mm -hmm. it's not a thing about, like, can I afford this game? It's like, is it worth the money? And yeah. you start, and Am I actually going to play it? Are you actually going to play it? And I forgot who it was. I I feel like it was Emu Killer or somebody. who's like, I've got this. Oh, Lab Monkey. Mm -hmm. He had this. He's like, unless I'm going to play it that instant when I download it and play it, or buy it, I'm not going to buy it. And it was like such a good rule. And then you, you only end up making this stupid, crazy bag, bag, uh, backlog that you're never going to play until you're in a mm -hmm. fucking insane asylum somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, not even like, okay, I'll play this tonight, or I'm going to start this tomorrow. Like, right am I gonna now. Am I going to play it this second? And once I purchase yeah. this game, am I going to download and install it and play it right now? Yeah. And... Like, you'd be surprised, man. Like, it it actually works out because uh, the other part of your brain is telling you, well, it's on sale right now, and, like, right. I got to get it right now. But the thing is that it, you just end up buying everything on sale and not playing anything. So it, even if you were to wait and buy it later when it's not on sale, it would actually be cheaper because you buy less games. Dude, I'm 100% convinced that Sam thinks that when she gets sales, like, 
oh, it's half off. I, I, like in her brain, I feel like she thinks that we're making money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's what, so that's a, that's a thing, by the way. That's, that's an actual like psychological thing. So people that are obsessed with buying shit. Yeah. Whenever they see the deal, it's not, oh, I'm getting a discount. It's, oh, I am making money by buying this. Exactly. Oh, I, I'm yes. making a progression by buying this. She's got that shit. Dude, send me a yeah, link. It, I got to find, <laughs> find out whatever that's called. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, Pyronical in chat mentions a website, isthereanydeal.com. And that's a website I've used for years and years. And it's great to see if, like, if you're interested in a game, you can look it up and see, like, oh, this was part of a bundle or it was on sale on GOG.com for this amount of money. And it kind of gives you an idea. Because the thing mm-hmm. about deals is they always come back around yeah. and they'll always be that price again or cheaper. So the problem with the Steam sale, at least for me, is I've had a chance to buy every single game that's on sale right now at that price already. Um and I didn't buy it at that time. So, you know, unless I'm ready to play it right now, I'm not going to buy it this time. Well, that's what, what's, I mean, when, is there any deal has popped up in my life is when have, we're having a game night or three are playing and a fourth person pops on the audio and they're like, what are you guys playing? And it's mm-hmm. like, go to, is there any deal? Cause we need one more person to play and they'll just go pick it up. If there's luck, you know, get on GOG or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and that's a great place to like. Oh, last minute buy. Let's see where it's at. Just pick it up. Yeah, you might be able to find it cheaper from another website there yeah. other than Steam. But you know, the that's pretty rare that you're going to find it on sale at that moment. But it gives you a good idea of what a game's actual value is. Bobby, if you yeah. disagree with me one more time. <laughs> One more time. We've been disagreeing this episode. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. It's probably different for other people, but for me, Steam sales are are pretty insignificant now. Yeah. Oh, that that, that was my whole point. Uh, There was a certain point where we hit 50-50, and it's been dwindling since then. Especially with like, uh, well, I mean, they do they do the winter sale, they do the summer sale, now they do the autumn sale, the Halloween yeah. sale. Like, there's a lot of sales, and then not to mention that sometimes games just go on sale for no reason. So, I mean, there's going to be several points through. Like, I see a thieves is a game I've had on my wish list, and I've been monitoring on Steam because I'm like, you know, I may not have the Xbox Game Pass forever, and I just like to have Sea of Thieves locked in. Um, so it's I, I've been. I get an email every time that game goes on sale within the last six months. I feel like I've gotten that email four times. So, you know, it's uh, games go on sale a lot. There's no rush to buy it or got to get it now, but I I don't know. I I, I don't know if that's what I'm just saying that because I've kind of been through this cycle many times before. Yeah. All right. Uh, Have you seen that thing about like uh, the post on Reddit about, uh, Black Friday and how much it's changed in the past like 10 years. How like Black Friday used to be like used to be able to buy like $400 worth of fucking clothes for like $12 but now you buy a laptop that has like a Pentium Core fucking uh, processor for like 150 bucks that you don't need and it's just shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I never really did the Black Friday thing. I don't. I don't participate in it like in person at all. True sales are hard to find. Yeah, yeah. Like promotional sales are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Um, all right. God, put that on my epitaph. That, that was pretty, that was significant. <laughs> all right. Uh, next question from Krampus Division. What's the most inappropriate gift you've given or received? Um, so I am big on white elephants. I've introduced white elephants to uh, three like groups, like friendship groups that I wouldn't intermix, you know. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's a good time. It's fun. It's strategy. It's it's a good, t- nobody gives a fuck, whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, it's fun. They're shitty gifts. And it's just a good time. Oh, yeah. White elephant implies that you're doing it with joke gifts, right? Mm. As opposed yeah, to. I mean, most of, in my experience, most people get something that somebody would like. And then some people just get shitty ass gifts. But like, yeah, it's not really that fun that way. Well, most of the time, like when I played the game, it's it's gifts that people would would want, like good stuff. But then there have been times, and it's been specifically called white elephant when it's gifts that people would not not they wouldn't want, but it's kind of like jokes or something. Well, yeah, and how I mitigate that is I like to put a minimum and a maximum. Right. Yes. Twenty to thirty dollars you have to spend on this. Mm-hmm. Not like a forty dollar limit. Whatever it is, you know what I mean. Yeah. It mitigates that whole thing, and then so you have a. Dude, I like it. It's like playing Survivor, dude. They're like fucking people are getting voted out. It's like sure. playing Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, uh, what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> Inappropriate gifts. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So for years, for about four years, my white elephant was always a dick, like a big dildo shaped perfectly, like wrapped perfectly. So you knew exactly what it was. But then that's not what it was. When you opened it up, it was a different thing. So I bought a summer sausage with like two like like (laughs) some sort of egg shaped things. And I, I put them in there. But that's not what. The gift was the gift was mm-hmm. the lottery tickets that were getting cummed out of the the summer sausage, like like, psh. you get it? <laughs> like, with, the, with the sound effects and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you open it up, it goes. Uh, oh my and god! And so like every year, I would try to like wrap my gift super tight so that you would know what it is, but it was it was misdirection. I was mm-hmm. going for nips, and it was great. I, I I enjoyed giving those gifts very much. Uh, what about oh, you, by, Nick? By the way, let me let, really quickly. I think lot of lotto tickets, like lottery tickets, not scratchers, are the best gifts ever to give. Because if are we going to choose the trust tree right now, Bobby? Sure. Okay. If you won fifty million dollars on a Oh, that you gave me, you would feel entitled to part of it? Entitled. Not entitled. (laughs) Would you feel would you feel Oh my god. Like you would have to give me at least a million dollars out of your fifty million. The the problem with that is There's no problem with that. (laughs) The problem with winning any sort of lottery is you you can take like the lump sum, but you're going to get killed on taxes. Yeah, right, so you, you get it paid out taxes. over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means that I would have to like pay you out over time, like a long time. No. If you give no. this to somebody who you don't plan on having like a, a like no, I got a, a text from a loving relationship. Care of all of this, dude. <laughs> well, she's going to take care of all of this. Uh, okay. I don't know, man. Despite, 
Goddamn you and taxes, dude. <laughs> if taxes weren't a thing. And oh, you want, t- what world are we living in where taxes no, it, are not a thing? Is, what fantasy? It's a thing. <laughs> you can give a gift, a one-time gift. I, I learned this on uh, watching Shawshank uh, Redemption. You could do a one-time gift without taxes to uh, another person. Okay, but to give that gift, I would have to have the money that I don't yet have because I haven't got it from the lottery. And if I got, oh, would you? Do, oh, you're saying that you would always take the time. You would never take the lump sum. No, nobody ever does when they win a lottery no, you because you lose. You lose a ton of money. Oh yes, they do, dude. The lump sum. There's a lot of dummies out there, dude. They just take the lump sum. Okay, they they're out of their minds then because <laughs> yeah, it's it, you lose stupid. a ridiculous amount to, yeah. to taxes. Yeah. Um, but most people, get, I would like assume, 10, get it paid 50%. out over over time, and you know they have it all set up to like to do that because they know that most people. I'm are not do saying that. that I'm asking for the money, Bobby. I'm just saying, okay, over a lump over years, would you give me a gift every year? Like maybe a car every yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, okay, you and me, yeah, but I'm I'm saying like, what if you got this to someone you don't really know, like somebody? I wouldn't buy somebody I don't know lottery. Okay, tickets. wow, all right, this is just kind of a a weird scam you got going on. I'm just gonna buy everybody close to me lottery tickets. You know, it's just kind of like having 100%. a. Like you just want to win a lottery, really? <laughs> yeah. You play the lottery, shit. Yes, yes, to all of this. Well, I don't, I don't. I don't think I've ever played the lottery before. I, someone has given me like scratchers as a gift, I think. But other than that, I've never, never played the lottery. And a lottery in New Zealand is tax-free and paid in lump sum. Also, anonymity is guaranteed. America does it weird. Dude. We yes. do everything weird. Everything you just <laughs> yeah, said we're, is we're, correct. Yeah, we're yeah. Um, I think the UK used to take some of the money, the government would take some of the money they made off the lottery and they would put it towards, uh, they'd use it to fund films. Like it was part of like the, the oh, film institution or whatever. I don't think they well, do in that California, anymore. We, that's how we pay for our schools. <laughs> that's the only way. Mm-hmm. Uh, when um, you put NZ, I was like, news Mexico. <laughs> news Mexico's? <laughs> Uh, oh man! All right. Um, um, as far as inappropriate gifts I've seen, um, I had a friend who she was pregnant, and one of my friends gave her uh, condoms, and he didn't know that she was pregnant <laughs> as like a joke, hmm. and she was like not trying to be pregnant, <laughs> and she she ended up having the baby and everything and it was just like a really awkward thing cuz everyone knew she was pregnant except for him and it was just like a really awkward time for like the rest of the night and it was like a 6 hour party i mean that's just yeah that's really putting your foot in your mouth but still like giving someone condoms as a a present that's a little weird too no it was it was like a white elephant thing oh, and okay. like yeah and like he got her like the extra large costco box of like 80 condoms Hmm. I'm upset with yeah. uh, Cornelius. He always brings up like how Canada is better than we are, and and in my opinion, politically they are a lot. But he's like, Canada uses lottery to fund social programs. Okay, man. Like we get it. You guys are better. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe America does that too. I don't know what the, they well, do. Well, schools, the I guess, are social programs. Um, all right. Next question from Zap Cratchit. He's got a few more here. What are your thoughts on M- NFTs in gaming? Do they have a place or are they just another scumbag cash grab? 
I don't know, man. Anytime I feel like there's a new way to make money, gaming's like, oh, let's do it. I'm just like, come on. When I first versus thought, microtransaction, that's NFTs. Well, NFTs in gaming are are they being incorporated in gaming? Yeah, dude. It's like hmm. a, a lot of the big companies were like, we got to jump on this right now. It, it's the metaverse and all this stuff. And basically, you know, we've talked about it before that like exclusivity is so special. Like, I bought. Oh, you got that skin? That skin was only available in these six months of this year. And if you have that, that means you're a hardcore fan. I mean, we fell for that in Smite, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you did. I for the I didn't spend a dime on Smite for the longest time, and it used to drive Chad crazy. I think you spent thousands of dollars on. Oh, here's a storm. storm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I ended up buying the Smite God Pack, and what's funny is I bought it like right at the end of when I stopped playing Smite. So they got me on the way out. But hey, thirty bucks for like all the gods eh, can't beat that. And plus, yeah. they earned it. I spent so much, so much time in that game. Yeah, but my my point is that exclusivity so well, what are the nfts in the game are they skins are they cosmetics like, yeah whatever it okay. might be a hat but it might be a one-off you're the one guy that gets the fuchsia hat mm-hmm. in this you know uh whatever game it is yeah and so it's funny because when i when i heard about nfts i never even applied it to gaming i was like oh Dude, it's one of the art. first things I thought about, dude. I was like, this is going to fuck shit up, dude. I I'd never thought about it, dude. And then, obviously, yeah, it makes perfect sense that you would encode uh, whatever, a code into an item to make it so exclusive that you're the dude. Or you and seven other people are the guys mm-hmm. or ladies that have this purple pistol, whatever it is. And so it guarantees ultimate exclusivity. Sounds awesome. Uh, But then when I feel like when the CEOs and everybody heard about this, they're like, get on it. This is it. We're going to do it. We're going to hit it so hard. We're going to hit the ground running. We're going to make as much money as possible. And then when you go into something with that kind of like, let's make as much money as possible, you ruin the whole thing. Like, you yep. could have made it really special. You could have really made it really special where there was a tournament and you win the one thing. There's only one. And you get the golden lottery ticket or whatever the fuck. You could have you could have uh, gamified it. But now you monetized it instead of gamifying it. And, and you fucked it up. What games are doing this? Uh, Ubisoft did it. And then they're, they're fucking... They were like, oh, it's coming to, like, the future Rainbow Sixes and all this other shit. And uh, people did not like that. It's, like, super downvoted, like, into oblivion. It it got really, really bad fucking, um, like, feedback from it. Yeah, I mean, I I could see how people would be. After the whole loot box thing that we went through a couple years ago, I could see how people would be a little suspect when with this. I mean, I imagine there's a a decent way to incorporate it into games, but I don't know. That's tricky. EA is still trying to figure out a way how to get past loot boxes because they're banning like half the countries in the fucking EU. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for the most part, I feel like it's really just a a bad look for any game to or any developer to release a game with 
loot boxes that are obviously trying to exploit the player base, like it's a big turnoff. Gamers see that and they're just like, no, no. (laughs) So I don't think anyone's really doing that too much anymore. That, and I'm sure there's some legal stuff too, but I I don't know. NFTs, of course, like people are going to want to exploit that to make a lot of money, but I could, I could just see gamers being really, really apprehensive about, about that for good reason. Um, anyone still playing new world? Zap also asks, I don't don't think anyone is. I feel like it's really died down on our discord server, but a lot of people, I know we still got a couple of people, like we've got a a channel for it and like a couple of people still hopping on and playing, but I don't know. I think it kind of came and went, you know, the game they need to be fucking make MMO style. It's goddamn uh, the game that we have for game of the week or game of the weeks. Imagine that MMO style. A banner lord? Yeah. Or like you get to hang around with your 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 like NPC buddies and then you get to meet up with your other homies and you have like your fiefdoms and shit and you get to assault your other friends with your armies of NPCs. Well there's multiplayer. Cool. There is multiplayer, and I waited forever in a queue to try to get into a match. Never happened. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder if you if you need to play with mods because I know there's a big there's a big community for the for the um, the Bannerlord like multiplayer. So. A lot of people are play, there's like twenty five thousand people playing the game, so I don't know where they're at. Playing the <laughs> they're not playing. Uh, they can't be playing player. single player. Like they got it. Can't be. I mean, they could be, but they, come on, like, there's got to be people playing multiplayer. I, I shouldn't be waiting 10 minutes in a queue, but you're right. Maybe it, it does have something to do with the mods. Yeah, because, like, it's like um, for Total War, like, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people like, oh, I can't find any games. I can't find any games. I can't find any games. Or there's a bunch of people who are like, oh, you just have to download this one mod because people refuse to play multiplayer unless you, you, you know, you, you have this mod. So it might be mm-hmm. the same thing. Where you, yeah. you won't find the playlist unless you have that mod. Mm-hmm. Welcome, everybody. Luna's on the podcast now. Say hi. Hey, Luna. Hi. Hi. <laughs> she's I would not, bring out my midget, but she's asleep. She's not two yet. I, I don't know. <laughs> they had a fight out there, so she's coming in. We're almost done here. Um, are we still playing New World? No, but I, I nominated for Game of the Year. Hmm. Uh, but more, more on that why next episode. All right. All right. Uh, last questions are coming from Santa Conius. Please put in order of preference, eating, playing, video games, drinking, reading, watching movies, sex, watching sex, scratching your balls. It's <laughs> a lot of stuff. Can we, hold on, let me get the, let me get the list on paper real quick. Yeah, it's a lot <laughs> of stuff. Um, but I feel like the big thing for me was where do I put watching movies as opposed to uh, playing video games? Well, I think the thing that, makes me big is eating <laughs> well everyone's got to eat i feel like that should be up there yeah i don't see sleeping anywhere on there that should be yeah that's up I there what is wrong with you that what's wrong with the puzzle maker that he can't figure out his own puzzle dude <laughs> you gotta sleep uh, but you know what it's funny it changes for me between like watching movies and playing video games for the I most part they watching sex <laughs> for the most part, I feel like I'm more inclined to watch movies, but then every now and then I'm just like, I really feel like playing video games right now. Yeah. It's so nice to have. Oh, we didn't have 
at internet for an hour at the house. I was like, what did people do before? Oh my God. Living like savages. Yeah. (laughs) Honey, there's two options. Hunting triceratops or fucking watching The Witcher. (laughs) That's it. That's it. There's no other other choice. Wow. Um, Okay. And... Lastly, Santaconia says, could we have Bobby do some push-ups, Emilio scratch his belly and mumble something in Spanish, and Nick talk sexy and the theme of Warhammer 40K all at the same time? Do you think that were your playthings, dude? <laughs> your OnlyFans? What the fuck? Do you think that I'm funny like a clown? <laughs> like, oh, we're yeah, just dancing do, monkeys I'll, I'll up do my here. part. <laughs> yeah, my I'm way too tired right for push-ups. <laughs> There was once an Adeptus Sororitas sister that found an Imperial Guardsman that was laying naked in the battlefield. No, me tocas así. Oh, my goodness. So, Bobby, yeah, you weren't going to get Bobby to do shit. (laughs) Uh, I have been so, like, not tired, but sleepy today. It's the weirdest thing. Like, I almost took a nap after breakfast, which is odd. Very odd for me. All right, folks. I can't imagine a nap is any kind of proper for you. No. I'm so glad that you guys tuned into this action-packed episode where we talked about... Nobody's even wearing a Santa hat. Fuck that. For a Christmas episode. I know. Um, I want to Well, what's everyone playing next week? More motherfucking Bannerlord, son. I'm playing Bannerlord. That's what I'm going to be playing. Bannerlord, Okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm at a point where I'm like, I got to put this game down. I, Why, though? We well, I put week. 14 hours into it already. So, okay. like, I'm, I'm Jesus deep, Christ, yeah. you played more than me. Yeah. But um, if you're enjoying it, dude. Yeah, but we'll talk about how this more next hold week. Up. It's, Just a teaser. How big is your army? My army? Um, I mean, not as big as you'd think. Because uh, I, I send a lot of them off on quests. So, I, I'm maxed out on companions. What? More than 45? Yeah, it's probably around 80 or 90. Jesus yeah. Christ, you're a savage. Yeah, but I'm, I don't know. We'll get into it next week. Like, I yeah. really do like the game. I think it's a fantastic game that does some really cool stuff, but I, I got some complaints. <laughs> I got some bones to pick. Um, all right. So, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be more of that. And then, I don't know. Hit me up if anyone wants to play some Sea of Thieves. Sounds good. Sorry, guys. Nothing's better than child laughter. It's the best. <laughs> a child's laughter. Yeah. That's our Christmas gift to you. Yeah. Or, or for me. I oh, we got to play fire teams if anyone wants to play um, oh, right. Aliens Fire Teams. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I downloaded it. Yeah, I got it ready to go. That's halfway there, Bobby. <laughs> Is it on Game Pass? Yes, it's on Game Pass. Yeah, I'll it right now. All right. All right. Then, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, I can't say titties this time. So, speaking for uh, Bobby, Nick, Luna, the Luna, and myself, um, Merry Christmas, everybody. My fucking titties! <laughs> Bye-bye. 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 Luna, what does I one for the uninitiated. <laughs> <laughs>